Hey everybody, it's episode 2525 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm Andy, and we're going on a new adventure today, guys. A big, bold, new adventure. Isn't that a right, Jack? A hateful adventure that Jack hates. <laughs> so, let, 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 so, this is how we start. So, yeah, so if you listened last week, you know what we're doing today. We're about to start our coverage of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3, Stardust Crusaders. I'd put it off more if we could, but I know you won't let me. <laughs> so, so before we take uh, the medicine. Yeah, before we dive down into the pit that is Stardust Crusaders, let's do a little bit of a, a little bit of like a primer to ease our way into it. So it picks up immediately after, or almost immediately after the end of Battle Tendency, right? Uh, no, I mean, like, 50 years pass. Like, 70 years pass. Like, 60 After, years. no, but the last chapter of Battle Tendency, at the last couple of pages. Oh, oh, well, yeah, like, chapter 113. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, like, okay, yeah, because it's, it's old Joseph, like, in the airport yelling how he hates the Japanese. Because they yeah. stole his daughter. But, I, <laughs> and he likes listening to the Beatles on his Walkman. And he's a, he's a racist old grandpa who's rocking a sick blonde old man mullet for like yes he is oof. and God God bless him for it yeah it's gray in the anime but we know in our hearts that he he's got a gorgeous head of uh, blonde hair which somehow uh, he had how how does that work <laughs> he had a he had a nice nice head of a uh, dark blue black hair and now he's just like sun bleached blonde excellent <laughs> he just anyway. got his hair done man god yeah he gets his hair did like every other month <laughs> <laughs> but um so anyway where we are at the point in the story which uh the first chapter of starters crusaders immediately immediately throws us into uh a little backstory for our now main character Jotaro Kujo, who is the son of jo- uh, grandson of Joseph Joestar. Son of Holly Joestar. Son of Sadao Kujo, who does not matter in the slightest. <laughs> nope. They're going to mention him once. If they even mention him, and he never appears and never means anything. Correct. Basically, a way slash not way of making, of making Jotaro Jesus. <laughs> or just like. They really like Holly's. Holly's the main thing here. He could have had a dad, but like, why waste? <laughs> Rocky was like, "Why am I gonna waste the ink to draw this man that's never gonna be seen ever again?" I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna do what I want, cause like, this is my eighth year. Oh, how many years would it have been? Like, uh, like eighth, ninth year of doing this thing. He was, he was like, I- "I'm just gonna do this," and if no one likes it, who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so you go past this one page that's just, like, showing Jotaro growing up a little bit. And then we yeah. get to the next page, and we Im- we immediately start out with our boy being harsh as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. I'm sick of listening to you talk, you fucking bitch. It's like, god damn it, Jotaro. It's like, damn, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Yes! He Clearly does. he and does. He just, he, okay, so, first of all, let's talk about the art style real quick. Because it's still battle tendency art and has not yet like started to shift because it, it's just it's just yeah. battle tendency art like the and like 
it it looks cool question mark because yeah it's kind of like a weird in between his hair is a little wild right now well his hair comes up directly in the middle of his hat the the hat has not become his hair yet but his hair is like trying to take over the hat and yeah when it comes to jotaro the hat is uh an organic part of his body it's kind of yeah. like a shell on a crab where mm-hmm. it grows out of his head and it hasn't fully matured yet. So that's why some of his hair is sticking out. It's actually made of chitin. And when it gets too old, it just falls off and <laughs> the hair hardens on top and becomes a new <laughs> protective carapace. And it, it protects him from harm. <laughs> I never, honestly, I'll be real with you. I have never noticed until right now, the safety pin coming out of the hat. Uh, because this is, like, the only fucking chapter you ever see these goddamn safety okay. pins. Okay. <laughs> it's like, Jotaro, why do you have all these safety pins? Do you, like, wrestle or something? It's like, I don't... There's a lot of unnecessary detail, because it's part two style, and part two had a lot of just detail packed into the character models, because Araki did not know yet how to draw, like normal things like a normal uh like set dressing almost and he was just like yeah just pack the characters full of uh stuff so he's got a lot of a lot of details on his coat he's in prison right now because uh he beat up a bunch of boys at school um because they tried to jump and we know him. how much faith his mom has in him because she immediately jumps to asking the cop how many people has my jotaro killed like uh none but a lot of people tried to kill him with like uh none one kid had a nunchuck he fancied himself a ninja turtle and some knives one guy was a boxer and it's like no jotaro's got not got a scratch on him because he believes he's possessed by an evil spirit but first i need to point out before we get to that i need to point out that this little this little thing right here says Jotaro Kujo, 17 years old. First of all, no. And then look, he's 17. We're both seven years older than Jotaro is here. That's he, the stupid. man is six feet. According to this, he's six feet five inches tall. Fine, <laughs> like, Jesus. Fine. Fine, it's cool. He's a big boy. He eats a he lot can of meat. Dunk. Drinks a lot of milk. He can dunk on <laughs> basketball players. He probably plays basketball. They have basketball in Japan. I've never actually thought about that before. They probably <laughs> don't. Thinking about it, it doesn't seem like a sport that they would like. I don't know why. Um. So, yeah, Jatar's got an evil spirit in him. Um, he's in prison by choice. And these cops are really tired of him. It's like, we can't hold him here forever. He... He really didn't do anything super bad, and they can't get him to leave, so they called his mom. And, <laughs> like, this, the way part three starts off is like, I, I like this. This is a cool, interesting way for us to be introduced to Jotaro to see, like, how he's different from the other JoJo's. Like, more Oh, so- yeah, because yeah. whereas Joseph was, was definitely very different from Jonathan, Jotaro mm-hmm. is, like, extremely different than both of them combined oh absolutely he's not he he's not stoic here but he's a lot more stoic going on he's a lot more i wouldn't say calm but reserved reserved is a good way to put that um 
<laughs> and when his mom tries to get him to come out of the cell, it's just like, I've got an evil spirit in me, mom. I don't know what he'll make me do. That fight, I had a hard time stopping this thing. That's why I can't be let out of this cage. He's, he's not real good at talking un unless he's doing like a one-liner. And then he's really good at talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's like a lot like a couple other prisoners in the cell that are just like get the get us the fuck out of here this guy is crazy have you seen him he wants to be here <laughs> let us leave and then apropos of nothing he just shotguns a heineken <laughs> i just, love it <laughs> it's just and this absurdly detailed heineken can like i don't know what the technology was in like 1990 who cares but like Araki had to have taken a picture of a Heineken can and, like, just... Oh, yeah, there's no way he perfect. hand drew that. There's no way. It's perfect. And it's even got, well, like... the same thing with this boombox and this panel over here. Like, that's insane. Yeah. And the thing is that we're seeing these, because, like, where did he get this stuff? And he's reading a Shonen Jump while listening to baseball. It's... Is it ba It doesn't matter. It, listening to a sport... <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh god the the battle tendency arc gives us some really cool like one page spreads especially right here with jotaro just like is that enough for you if you still think you can release me let me show you how scary it can get just so you'll have no doubt in your mind it's not a good idea at all go let me out i think that's the voice i'm going to be using for jotaro for the uh extent okay. of stardust crusaders <laughs> just this just a shitty teen um and then an arm comes out of jatara and it's it's a big arm made out of a couple basketballs and it's purple and it, <laughs> it, it reaches out and it grabs a cop's gun it just grabs that gun and uh he does his best uh, persona 3 impression and just shoots himself in the fucking head it's just bam but the arm catches the bullet just like just gets it and he is unhurt, unharmed, and everyone's freaking out because this guy just shot himself in the head. And to them, the bullet has stopped in midair and drops. How, how, what would you even say in that situation? I don't know. He's just doing his uh, best uh, fortune from Metal Gear Solid 2 to make that, to make that reference. Oh, man. I, I've only watched, like, the uh the cut together all the cutscenes in Melia Solid too and I guess I missed out on that. But for, how maybe it's the woman that it. got like the rocket launcher shot at her and the bullets would like go around her. Oh, the one who had like a magnetic field thing like shoved in her. That's yeah, right. that's right. Metal Gear Solid Two is a game. Jotaro just wants the sweet release of death, and the Ghost Man will not allow it. <laughs> death will not come. Death, <laughs> death will not come for any of us, even though we pray for it. Um, I just want to point out Holly's amazing face panel here, and that's a that's a good thumbnail. I, it's probably oh yeah, because uh, it's another case of like it's her face, but it's cropped, so it's it's just like a square chin, square faced monster. <laughs> it's like, but what has happened to my son? Ah. Oh boy, so that that was chapter one fourteen. And, like, we just uh, introduced to our buddy 
And yeah, Jotaro is going to be our new guy for the the continuation of most of uh, the entirety of JoJo. Except when it's the, um, the Polnareff channel starring Polnareff, which it is for like a good... T- like... T- good third of Stardust Crusaders is just Polnareff fucking around. And... Yeah, well, Polnareff... Polnareff is a good boy. And I love him. He tries his best. <laughs> but um, Sometimes. on the next chapter... We start off with uh, we go to a completely different location on on the coast of some sea, and the Canary Islands. Excuse me, you. That is oh, a real right. place. Oh right, it says right. Yeah, the Canary Islands. And Four years just to make previously. a quick point, we'll get we'll get to this. Maybe we'll get to this one day. But uh, this actually in the in anime in the David Productions anime adaptation. Actually, this is how it starts with this scene. Oh right, weird, huh? I don't... I mean, I guess that makes more sense, right? Maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But these guys just think they pulled a treasure chest out of the ocean, and they're like, all right, we got to get it open, but it's locked. And then they scrape away some of the some of the grime on it, and what do they see on it, Jack? What does the treasure chest say? It says, uh, d- dib? Is that, is that dib? No. No. <laughs> d- d- door? No, it's Dio. It says Dio. Yeah, the, the, it's it's Dio's coffin. The the, the coffin from the end the, of Phantom. The Blood. second. These coffin. guys found it. This, keep in mind the second coffin. There were two coffins because uh, Arina Arina floated away on one, and we never. <laughs> that was the biggest retcon that there was an inner coffin and an outer coffin, and Arina was able to float away on the inner coffin while Dio and Jonathan got it got all cozy in this one. But retcons. Uh, so yeah, these these three uh, losers are just like, come on, just bust it open. It's locked from the inside. Who cares? The sun's going down. Bust this fucker open. And we we know how that's gonna end up. But we we cut back. Oh to yeah. Our, we cut back to our boy Jotaro, just like, eh, just chilling. Cause well, first we see that oh. That ship we saw is now a ghost ship. Like, it's empty. It's forgotten. No one is there, and all those people are dead now. Except for, uh... Rest in pieces. Except for the boy in the coffin, which we will come to later. And then, uh... But now we cut to the airport. Yeah, I I forgot. We cut to the airport now. Because Holly is meeting our good old pal, Joey Joestar. It's... Oh, man. (laughs) Good old pal. Good old pal, Joey Joestar, who is... Man, it for some reason like whenever we start a new part, the coloring goes back to looking like the busy world of Richard Scary. I have no idea why. Like, yeah, I'm maybe, not sure. Nah, but it's it it's gonna get better, but it's a little bit rough right now. Uh, but I just like while we're on this part with the reintroduction of Joseph Joestar, like big shock. My favorite part of Stardust Crusaders is Joseph. I love. Of course he. He gets so much, some like a bunch of good fights. Like not not a lot, a lot, but enough so he's still like special in our hearts. Oh yeah, and like making him a big part, like almost like main character status of Stardust Crusaders was a really like almost inspired move by Rocky, and really like hammers home the generational aspect of the story. Oh sure, and he continued that in part four when uh, Jotaro was just like around for a while it's just like hey josuke you want to go kill a rat 
Hey, Josuke, let's check out this tailor shop. Hey, Josuke, please put my hand yeah, back and, together. And if you count, um, and if you count the, the, everything from Dio from the neck down, uh, Jonathan is in this oh, too. God. So all three of our main JoJo's are in part three. <laughs> just imagine Jonathan's like headless corpse, just like helping out. Just like, Hey guys, <laughs> I'm, I'm here again. Let me help out my descendants. I'm a torso. <laughs> it's like uh, Nixon's body in Futurama. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, Holly and Joey Joestar at the airport. Also with, uh, with, a, with a special pal that we don't see yet, but uh, Joey, Joey snaps his fingers and uh, we, we see another guy here. He'll become important later. And now we're back to, uh, man, I don't want to keep saying Jotaro, but like, or Jotaro, or however you want to say it. It's just like, but I can't call him Joey. I, I don't really want to call him Jojo. It's like, no, I never, I never, Jotaro was never a Jojo for me. He was always just Jotaro. <laughs> yeah. It was shitty, shitty teen, teen Joj, teen Joj. Um, yeah, I mean, people say, who's the, who's the JoJo of part three? I'll still say Joseph. <laughs> yeah. So, shitty teen. He, we see his, uh, his prison cell now, and he's got a lot of nice stuff. Like, he's got some workout gear, a nice guitar, a couple leather jackets. Um, just, just some cool stuff. A lot of stuff, uh, a couple books on the occult and ESP. Been doing some research. Um, and now... Now uh, Joey's here to make everything better. And we get a really cool page of just, like, old generation, new generation, like, face-off. And this scene is famous from uh, uh, Heritage for the Future, the fighting game. Because, like, this is how Jotaro's story starts and how um, old Joseph's story starts. Like, in the prison, and then you gotta fight each other. And it's usually where I stop playing because it's real hard. That game is hard. Yeah, that's when you just get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Joey is trying to get Jotaro like, get out, get out, come out. We're going home. Get lost, old man. No one asked for you. You'll help. Fine. What can you do for me, huh? Sorry you came all the way from New York, but no one helps me, Gramps. No one. God, what, he's such a shitty teen. And then he rips off uh, <laughs> Joey's uh, robot pinky finger just because, because he's a shitty teen. He's such a dick. He's he is the epitome of like he's such a seventeen year old. Like oh my god, Jotaro but is just. You like, on to the next page, and um... <laughs> <laughs> no. we get the introduction no. to a new friend. And this and the panel that introduces him has to be one of the worst things Iraqi has ever drawn. It's only. Okay, in 1990-whatever, it was fine. But now that we know what Abdul is supposed to look like, it's <laughs> real rough. Because there's not one thing that's bad about it. It's a bunch of stuff. Okay. Well, the whole thing is bad. It's just a bad drawing. Like, it makes no sense. And his his face is horrible. His hair looks like a... I don't even want to know what his say what his hair looks like and like where are his arms? arms. What's going on? Is is he wearing a is he wearing a, a blanket? 
Like, he, well, he was a trendsetter. He's actually wearing a proto slanket. <laughs> and his, his weird um, necklace earring thing, like, one half of it is just not connected. Like, it is supposed to be, like, hanging off his ears. Like, that's, that's what it's supposed to be. But, like, it's yeah, never Yeah, but it's consistent. just missing part of it. Yeah. But he's here. I don't, he's not, he's not Abdul yet, but he will be in time. And he's, I mean, let's give Rocky credit. This is like the second, uh, ethnic person he's ever had to draw. <laughs> like. Oh yeah. It's not necessarily like that he got the ethnic part wrong. This is just a horrible drawing of a human being. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's racist. I'm just saying it's shitty looking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. And they don't call him Abdul in this translation. They call him Abdul. Like I, I always call him Abdul because I thought, like I thought it, he was supposed to be named after Paul Abdul. Is that is that wrong? No, he one hundred percent is. And I think in certain translations it might be Abdul, but like Abdul has just become like the name. Yeah, like, he might as well just be Abdul at this point. Yeah, namesake Paul Abdul. Okay, I'm right. Jack is right. He's always right. I said you were right. No, I'm just saying to the world, you 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 were correct. You you backed the right dog. Um. <laughs> so Jotaro continues his shitty teen act, like back off. You look like a strong guy, but not the kind that does what people want. Your opposition only makes the cell seem more inviting. And then uh, Abdul does a little dance, and. Uh, Real, oh, oh god i hate this i hate it so much because <laughs> it's overly detailed magicians red abdul oh stand. god this panel this panel is oh god <laughs> it's so bad the panel that it's just like yes abdul also has uh what you call an evil spirit and this drawing this drawing of magicians red is just oh. It's just, oh my god. That's such a good thumbnail, though. Like, Magician's Red, oh, like, dude. shitty, sunken head, and, like, his fist, and Abdul is trying to be all cool, and it's on a slant. <laughs> it's, it's like, horrible. Because Araki was still overly detailing things. Like, Magician's Red looks better when it's just like, oh, yeah, that's just, like, half a bird, half a person, all flame, all the time. But here, it's, like, weird reptile like pterodactyl beak face and it's not good <laughs> he's got man hands and he tries to set he binds jotaro like binds his arms and legs with ropes of fire and then uh jotaro's uh, evil spirit comes out and <laughs> what do you know what do you know it's bruford it's it's just bruford <laughs> bruford's here again <laughs> But I guess Magician's Red has the uh, the honor of being the first uh, fully drawn stand to appear in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Honor? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> the first drawn anything that Araki does is always the worst thing he draws. Uh huh. Yeah, like especially like remember first time he drew a crazy diamond, like the pink parts. Were like oozing out from his armor plates and the face was completely covered it was gross it was weird it wasn't in the, good. From this panel that shows like star platinum's back he kind of looks like killer queen 
his back. Oh, oh, you, oh, yeah. When, when yeah. he's just popped out. Yeah. Yeah. Again, a lot of over-detailed stuff. Like, I don't need to know how Star Platinum's pauldrons are connected to his elbow guards. It's cool. It's it's fine. He's a ghost. Oh, man. Ain't a ghost that wears some very nice shoes. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. And this, the uh, the cover page for Jotaro Kujo Part 3. Excellent. This... Th- these two drawings of Star Star Platinum just looks like a genie right now. It, it's, <laughs> it's Bruford. It's Bruford. Yeah, <laughs> Bruford from Part One was reborn as the guardian spirit of the Joestar bloodline. I believe this a hundred percent. Headcanon confirmed. Yeah, because he just drew Bruford, um, and Purple Star Platinum is the best Star Platinum, like easily, easily. Oh, agreed. Mhm. And the purple. Yeah, this color, this color, this color, these uh colored uh versions have so far picked all the right colors. I feel. Yeah, and the color, the coloring itself is already picked up. Like it's already sharper. Yeah, I've defined. always been more partial to blue Jotaro than than black Jotaro. <laughs> now you're just switching pronunciation. I know. Sense. I but I do it. I do it when I, I do it constantly. <sighs> it's... I I change the pronunciation of it. Because both sound right to me. <laughs> Alright, fine. It, we're going with Jotaro. No, we're going with Jotaro. Or Jotaro. It doesn't matter because it's it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because we're not speaking Japanese, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, fair. But we're we've we've lost the, the train has gone off the rails from like words. All right, well, all right, hold up, hold up. If you want to be real, Jotaro is probably more correct. I mean, Jotaro. Uh, ah, fuck. His name's written in kanji because of course it is. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, Jotaro. 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 Yeah, Jotaro. Yeah, that's probably more correct. Jotaro. Anyway, Tar- they're having Jotaro. a fight. Yeah, he's. they're having a fight. Um, Star Platinum is winning because it's the best stand. Nobody can beat it. It's it's the best one. Um, but Abdul's like, yo, Joseph, can I take this fool to school? It's like, yeah. And binds, <laughs> binds Jotaro again, uh, sets fire to everything in the cell. Uh, good point to make. Uh, everyone who's not Holly, Joseph, and uh, Jatar and Abdul can't see anything. And Joey even like goes to Holly. It's like, be a good girl and stay quiet. Don't, don't, don't say that you hear, he, see or hear any of this whack shit that's going on. And because, all right, here, here's, here's the con- early conceit of stands that's never addressed again. Because, uh. Abdul bind like puts a flame bind over Jotaro's mouth so he can't breathe, and that weakens Star Platinum. Because here's the thing, stands are the ghostly ripple, and that's it's it's it draws a straight line from the ripple to this, and it's never brought up again. But it doesn't really matter. It's just whatever it's it's a vision created by your own life energy and since it stands next to you it's called a stand it's (laughs) 
really. Yeah, I guess, you know, I guess I never really thought about it, but if you can't breathe, I guess your stand shouldn't work, right? Pretty much. It's like... I, but there's, I, I know there's situations where, like, they haven't been able to breathe, but they've still been able to send out their ghost friends to, like, do stuff for them. Yeah, I, obviously, this the connection it has to the Ripple is dropped... Drops oh, so fast. Tenuous at best. But, so Jotaro is still clever. He's like, oh man, fuck this guy. So he, like, kicks a toilet off the wall. So it sprays water and uh, douses magician's red. And we get a really cool panel of Star Platinum just ripping these bars apart. Absolutely hulking out. Oh my god. It's like, head back screaming. Um... And he grabs some of the bars, sharpens them, so now they're spears, and he's ready to just, like, stab Abdul in the goddamn neck. And then Abdul's just like, <laughs> peace. I, hey, jo- jo- Mr. Joseph, I got him out of the cell. I'm gonna take a nap now. See you later. Also, I just noticed this. Abdul is wearing whole horse's pants. Do you, do you see this? Like... I'm, I'm not imagining Oh, dude, this, right? yeah. What's up with his pants? <laughs> Is this like... What? What? Wow. Or what if... What if that's not, like, pant? What, what if the brown is not pant and that's just his skin? Would that be better? I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> and then Abdul is just wearing assless chaps. Desert <laughs> a- assless chaps. <laughs> I mean, that brown is considerably darker than his skin, so I'm no. gonna hope not. Hopefully, <laughs> yes, hopefully not. Um, so Jotaro has seen that he has been duped, and is like, "Ah, you got me, eh? Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> and, Jotaro is definitely a straight shooter. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah, he's not a trickster prince like uh, Joey Joester. Um. But now that he's out of the cell, he's like, all right, tell me about this fucking ghost. Why, why do I have a ghost? Why do you have a ghost? Why, why, why is our shit all haunted? And Joey's like, hey, check out this weird coffin. It's got Dio. It's also open. It was found on an abandoned boat. Uh, we've got some history. Uh, we've got a guy who really wants to kill us all because he's really mad because that's is is that is that it i think that's it i think that sums it up yes yeah, so it's a vampire <laughs> man and he's pissed he's super pissed he's been alive for like a hundred and something years and he hates the joe stars even though he's he's kept alive by virtue of the joe stars and now we get a nice little like i really like this uh this double this double page spread of uh, all the different all the different guys all the different Joe stars. Oh yeah, and like this is the part where like it, everything just kind of ties together real nicely, and this is the thing I like a lot about Stardust Crusaders that it's like it's a cap it's a cap to the to the story of uh, Dio and Jonathan. Like it's it's cool like that. Oh, it's super cool. Also, Joseph's hair looks amazing. I know. I was just about to talk about it, Joseph's oh hair. Oh, God. my God. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's it's like a mullet crossed with a pompadour and 
Bless him. <laughs> we also get uh, Jonathan in part two style, which is considerably considerably better than part one style. That's oh, nice. yeah. Considerably more Joseph-like. <laughs> well, sure. He, the difference between Jonathan and Joseph is Jonathan is just bigger Joseph with brown hair yeah. instead of purple <laughs> hair. Um, but we see the timeline. We see how uh the brandos have uh been connected to uh the joe stars dio has killed 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 indirectly indirectly. (laughs) (laughs) so now uh the current generation that we're dealing with is joseph joe star susie q is still like beating around we'll see her like way later um and now holly joe star and now jotaro kujo high school student no ripple training but possesses mysterious powers that we just saw um yeah and then this blurb at the bottom is so good because it's the men i love it throughout the generations the men of the joestar family have been tall with broad shoulders honest and true they rise to high position in society only to fall to unfortunate fate travelers by nature they are prone to curiosity love hits the joestar men hard but only once in a lifetime. That's fucking incorrect because Joey is a goddamn philanderer. Cause like Yeah, I was gonna say Joey Joey <sighs> is an absolute adulterer and, and he needs to be stopped. Oh man, how But I guess that's not the only uh Joe Star curse or trend that he bucks. Yeah, he just does what he wants and he doesn't care. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Joey. Ah, what a guy. Yeah, they always, Araki always made a point to, like, talk about how, like, oh, the Joestar men, they're honorable and good gentlemen, and they die young. And then it's like, yeah, that no, worked. not. <laughs> that worked for, like, t- a gen- like one generation that counted. You're just describing Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come oh. on, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to cut it here? And because we got a lot of part four to talk about, or, you just, or you... yeah, yeah, let's cut it there. That's a good place to cut it off. So next week, when we continue, we're gonna get a lot more exposition about Stans and Dio and all, and the connection with Dio and Joseph and Jonathan. And we'll learn about yeah. everybody else's stand, and it's gonna be a good time because it's yeah. I, I, it's it's still fun. It hasn't gotten annoying yet. <laughs> no, let me see. Let me take a look at the chapter list. Like, when is it gonna get annoying? Um, dark blue moon. Let's yeah. Yep, because Silver Chariot is obviously cool. Um, the parts leading up to when they first get on the plane are cool, and then Dark Blue Moon, and Strength, and Devil, and Yellow Temperance, and oh my God, oh fuck! I'm just looking <laughs> at the chapter list. And I'm just like, oh man, I don't want to talk about any of this. I don't. I don't want to spend like an episode talking about Wheel of Fortune for just a while. Like, well, you know, yeah, I'm just going to talk about Pat Sajak the whole time. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm thinking about DMing it on Twitter, trying to get Pat Sajak on the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> Didn't he respond to you one time? Yep. Oh, my oh God. What, what a privilege. Pat Sajak's Twitter is a trip. That man is out of his mind. And <laughs> yeah, I well, him. you have to be. Like, can you imagine just doing that show for as long? Like, the man is undying. Like, he's, yeah. he has had to act excited. You watch about... you watch Real of Fortune. He looks like he has no life in his eyes. He's just like... 
Him I, and Vanna I White see. just like live in the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> God damn it. Like I, I think you and I would be the same if we if we had to like act excited about a giant spinning wheel. It's like, oh, you <laughs> you did it, you got the numbers. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he prays for the day that someone gets stuck in the wheel and just gets mulched. It's like, yes, it finally One happened. day, somebody will die in the wheel. <laughs> Their blood will be on my hands. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Joseph so Joestar we had definitely a, a... watches Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Pat Sajak. <laughs> jo- Joey Joestar, number one Pat Sajak fan. Okay, so yeah, we got we got to move the train along, or it's just gonna like tip over. Yeah. Anyway, so we had a a, a cool episode of uh, Diamond is Unbreakable this week, closing out the uh, Bites of Dust arc. Another arc that I'm impressed was only two episodes. Yeah, it was like they they got everything in there with like I don't think they really sacrificed anything. Maybe a couple panels. No, they here just and moved there. it along real nicely. Oh, it was so, it was so it was so good. Bites the dust. Yeah, so we really just cool. got a very uh, a suspense thriller kind of episode, which is just Hayato making several different attempts to try to outsmart Kira, and it doesn't really work. Yeah, and we open the episode with uh, Kira and Kira realizing that Hayato has gone back in time once again, activated bites the dust, and that he has killed Rohan. Rohan has died, and that's that's what. And we're back at the beginning of Friday, July. Yeah, 16th. I'm not sure if we pointed this out last week, but it's it's very important to understanding Bites of Dust to know that Kira is not aware of when the time resets happen, so no. he is just always looking for clues, and that's yeah. a big part of understanding the whole thing. Yeah, and if Hayato had just been like cool, like just just be cool, he he would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. So we start off the morning of July of uh, Friday, July sixteenth. I I just I realized um, that it's Friday and it airs on a Friday, and that's pretty cool. That's 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 nifty. Yeah. Yeah. It's Friday, my dudes. That's a it's a good time. So <laughs> Kira knows that Hayato has, has killed Rohan for him, and the events of the morning repeat themselves, even though they're different. The like different things like the same effects happen even though the causes are different like shinobu's teapot still breaks even though she's not the one who dropped it like there's still a phone a wrong number phone call but this time shinobu picks up and hayato realizes that since it's repeating again uh, Kira is going to stand outside of the house like a creeper with his hat and try to get him. So he, cl- he climbs out of his window, like jumps off the tree and runs, just runs, trying to figure out a way that he can save Rohan. And he figures that the only one who can save, who can kill Kira is someone with abilities like Rohan um other stand users he doesn't know that other that they that other people have stand abilities he's just a kid he's just a boy small boy (sighs) so he goes back to like the meeting place and to his surprise 
at the same time Rohan used Heaven's Door on him, 824, uh, his face just opens, even though Heaven's Door wasn't used on him. And then he realizes that time is, time is a loop. It's still going to happen, even though Rohan didn't use it on him in this circle. It's a little bit confusing, but it, it works out in the end. Yeah, it's definitely like... Uh, beg it's like it's like absolutely begging you to suspend your disbelief but like if you just accept that that's how it works and you move on it's cool as fuck it's time travel it, kira yeah. says himself in a really creepy sequence as he comes up behind hayato like real scared it's like once fate has happened it can't be changed right hayato and he gets real close to the camera it's really creepy <laughs> just oh god he's terrifying <laughs> oh man and before we move on to the real cool part, I want to say I remembered Araki had said, like, why is Kira's hair, like, uh, waffle cone or, like, marshmallow swirl? It's like, oh, yeah, it's because his old personality is coming out. It's like, all right, fine. I guess that works. Whatever. Um, just, yeah, it kind of still doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Jojo. Um, yeah, so exactly. Now we, get, now we get the opening. And, oh. Oof, this is cool. So, it's the normal opening for a bit, and then it's not. First few seconds in, like, once Kira pops up on the screen, then it starts rewinding. And then it goes to the end of the opening, and then the ending starts playing in reverse. And it's really cool. Because this happened... Uh, in Stardust Crusaders 2, where Dio fucked with the, uh, the opening of the last few episodes of Dio's world. And, it, man, it's such a cool effect that doesn't take a whole lot of effort to do. And it's just yeah. really appreciated. Like, wa watch this. All opening. they did was, like, rewind like rewind and fast forward the opening a couple times and add some sound effects. But, like, the effect is, like, super good. Oh, yeah. It's very creepy. Um, but, yeah. The, they also like changed the tone of the song slightly to make it mm -hmm. sound like out of key and yeah, it was like, like very good mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then back in the action it started to rain like it happened before um it's almost the time that rohan dies and lightning has struck the pepsi sign and kira is still just gloating to hayato's like you seem to be under the impression that you broke the teapot, when in fact it was fate that broke the teapot. Because fate's an asshole, and it'll just keep happening no matter what. And that's why Killer Queen Bites the Dust has no weaknesses. It erases his identity and returns everything else to what it was. And <laughs> It has... It actually has a huge weakness, but we'll get to that. Yeah, it, it's got, like, the biggest... It, got to, it has a huge gaping weakness. <laughs> yeah but araki but... did a really good job of making it seem like it doesn't he did such an he did such an amazing job with bites of dust because it really does make you feel like like there's nothing that anybody can do to stop this even though there 100 percent is but you're not really thinking about it all that much yeah so kira just like is behind hayato and they're just watching rohan die again because it's already happened and it's already fated to happen and he oh man it's still just rough seeing this from another angle just rohan like 
crawling and exploding and all the blood is coming out of him. It's just like, ugh. And the worst is when Raimi sees Rohan's spirit coming, like, screaming and breaking apart in Ghost Alley, like, ascending to heaven. It's just, oh, man, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. At the end of the day, Rohan's good die. I don't want to see him hurt. No. And Kira's like, I could undo Bites of Dust right now, but I want to kill the rest of his friends. And you're going to help me, Hayato, because you're, like, a living landmine, and anyone who tries to talk to you about me is just going to just, just gonna die. So just have fun. Have a night. Have a, just uh, live the life of a small boy. I got I got to go to work. Have a nice day at school. And it's <laughs> God, what an asshole. What an asshole. So Hayato just goes to Rohan's car and suddenly uh Koichi is here. And oh, Koichi is just like, "Did I have I seen you before?" No. All right. That's weird. What's the time? Thanks. 8:33. Did Rohan just die here? Weird. And then, uh, <laughs> and Jotaro is here. <laughs> and it's really funny seeing Jotaro from the back. Because his hat is white and his hair is black. And they're still trying to, like, do the hat hair thing. So they just put, like, a big shadow over the back of his head. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> it definitely works a little better when you read the manga in black and white. But it, yeah. it, in with the white color, it's just really weird. Yeah, it was never meant to be viewed from this angle. And they're like, where did Rohan go? This is his car right here. They, he wouldn't have just left his car here because, like, he he loves his things. Um, and Hayato tries to run away because he realizes that this is uh, Rohan's uh, Rohan's boys. Or, yeah, whatever working relationship they have. And then he runs right into Josuke and Okuyasu. And Hayato just starts freaking out because they all have the picture of... <laughs> They're all standing around smiling like, oh, yeah, let's find this small boy in this picture. He's got to be around here somewhere, right? And Hayato's like, why? Why, God? (laughs) (laughs) And he he can't. He's just saying to himself, like, can't let anybody die. Can't do anything. And Jotaro goes to ask him about the photo and he tries to play it's like oh my, i'm have a bloody nose i gotta i gotta go to the hospital see ya and Josuke goes to grab him because obviously he can just fix him with crazy diamond and then hayato punches himself in the face to like get actually get a bloody nose and like that's hard he like he like broke his own nose there his his resolve is heavy in this entire part like hayato is trying to do his best and it turns it just so happens his best isn't good enough unfortunately but mm-hmm. so all all of team joe is here right now they introduce themselves and they're like oh you, you go to the elementary we just have some questions for you about this picture it's like why are you recording your dad do, do you, are you just into that like what do you, is this for school um and before they can ask him any more questions, like, he screams, like, don't ask me any more questions. <laughs> just don't. And just starts to de- dejectedly, like, just walk away. Like, they're only just going to ask me more questions. What am I going to do? And then 
he makes the decision like he's he if he dies everything is going to be fine his mom's going to be fine everyone won't have to die well i guess if he dies right now like rohan is still dead which uh yeah i i think he knows that though i think he's just trying to keep it from getting worse yeah he's doing that like bad algebra here and so he takes out a box knife that he just has which okay and stabs himself in the throat and that and he no one notices this because it just looks like he's a small boy crouched down and they go to they go to see what he's doing and he's got the knife at his throat and what's that it's a tiny little killer queen oh boy Ah! oh boy oh no this is bad and because everybody's seen this little twee killer queen just like preventing hayato from killing himself because at this point killer queen is kind of acting like an autonomous stand for hayato like protecting him from harm and activating in certain circumstances but that's that's not the big part that because they've all seen bites the dust it's now in all of their eyes like and ugh, they all start to explode and it's really bad they, yep rest in pieces everybody oh, god and killer queen is just a smug asshole about it and oh, man okuyasu's eye explodes out of his skull and it's not good mm. and there's just pieces of no. everybody around here and as it happens hayato is thrown back into the vortex in a really cool sequence with killer queen just like perched on his mouth just like looking him right in the eyes like yeah what what are you gonna do about it nothing that's what i thought and now we're back to july 16th friday for like the fifth time i think yeah the fifth time and the morning happens again and he's just so crushed because now like everyone's gonna die and he can't do anything about it because it's already happened so it's going to happen no matter what but he has an idea because bites the death bites the dust protects him so he can't die so kira has to die kira has to die or be the one to release bites the dust so he realizes that while he can't kill kira by himself he knows something that can and here's stray cat again (laughs) yep coming back to haunt everybody yeah and stray cat now looks like it does like later in the manga like it did the Iggy transformation of looking like one thing, like a few chapters in, and then way later looks like completely different. Like it's got this weird yeah. face. It looks a lot more like Killer Queen's face now. Yeah, it's weird. It's got lips. I didn't need this thing to have <laughs> lips. It was fine when it was this weird flower <laughs> tendril thing. So Haito realizes that Stray Cat is able to kill Kira and activates whenever sun touches it because that's what he figured out before and he closed the window so it didn't kill him um so he goes to the attic and grabs puts it in his little backpack and activates it real quick and straight cat pops out some air bubbles that go through a really thick book just and just like all right yeah this will do 
this'll do. So he thinks like if he can just get Kira to come up behind him like he did like previously, it'll be cool. And he can just pull out Stray Cat, pop him in the heart, done. Fine. And while this is happening, all all the events of the morning are going on. But this time Hayato picks up the phone and is like, still wrong number. It's fine. And <laughs> oh boy. When uh Hayato tells his mom, it's like, oh, dad asked for another cup of coffee. And Kira didn't do that. But Hayato knows that the tea set is going to break. So he's just trying to spite Kira, even though that bites him in the ass in a huge <laughs> way. Like, if Hayato could just have been cool for once. Yeah, he just did He could not play it. Play it straight. Like, he was being oh a huge God. dumbass. I mean, he is, like, a 10-year-old, so, like, whatever. But, like, man... If he wasn't such a brat, it would not have been a problem. He, he could have done this. Because as Kira goes to take this cup of coffee, the tea set shatters and spills all over his arm, burns him. And Hayato runs, gives his mom a quick kiss, and then a really cool <laughs> change just like glares at Kira. Kira glares back. It's like, ooh, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you too, son. Um, so Hayato is back at this, uh, the intersection where Rohan's going to be. It's almost time. The events are happening again. It starts to rain, but Kira is still not here. And he's freaking out because, like, was he tipped off? What happened? What's going on? Um, and he realizes that Kira is standing behind a tree because he's spooked, I guess. Because he thinks, like... Because Hayato like gave him that defiant glare, is like, oh, what's gonna happen again? If Hayato had just been cool for once, would be fine, but he's not. Nope, so he had to go and not. fuck it all up. So yeah, Kira is trying to play it safe, and while that's happening, Hayato just like freaks out and starts crying and weeping, and Kira's like, oh. He's just a shitty kid. It's fine. I'll come out here. <laughs> he's he's drowning in the despair right now. And he co he comes <laughs> out from behind the tree and is, and Hayato just like I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna kill I'm gonna kill my not real dad and pulls out Stray Cat and it blows Kira in the goddamn heart. <laughs> and it's so Hell cool. yeah. Oh, thank yep. you Stray Cat. Oh, it, and it's <laughs> it's really well animated too. Like this, the the few se like this little sequence here, and he go Hayato goes over to confirm that uh, Kira is dead, and uh, he's got a big old hole in his heart. And oh, what's that? He's not dead. This sucks. Nope. Punches Hayato right in the face. <laughs> it's and. Because Killer Queen is protecting Hayato right now, it's really funny. Because, like, Killer Queen is just standing there, like, holding Kira's fist away from Hayato's face. And he gets up, and he's like, ah. Oh. Yeah, and, and Killer Queen doing that kind of tips you off about Bites of Dust weakness. Yeah, we'll, but, get, to, um, we'll get to that after, after this little sequence. Because Kira's like, hey, yeah. remember, remember when I spilled that coffee on myself? Well, I got burned. And I took off my watch. So and I put it in my pocket, and guess what? One of those air bubbles hit. Oh, my watch! Thanks, loser. Thanks, idiot. 
I'm the luckiest man alive, idiot. What are you what are you doing? You're a shitty kid. <laughs> I'm still alive and you're and all these people are about to die because you're stupid. Got and, him. Uh, and we end right before the time where Rohan is supposed to die. At eight twenty nine sixteen. And some to change. be continue. Yeah. Yeah. And next episode is gonna be really cool because oh god the moment it starts off with like that double spread page oh oof, so excited so excited um but here's the big weakness of uh bites the dust kira doesn't have killer queen right now yep he is 100 not in control of killer queen so if anybody were to catch on to what's happening he's mm-hmm. fucked mm-hmm if someone were to, so, like, just punch him in the face, he couldn't do anything about it. I mean, he could punch him back with those rippling fish lifters, but, like, that that's, like, because <laughs> he's ripped for, like, no reason. But still, he, he would be in a bad spot. And he might be in a bad so, spot come the next episode, which is called The Unbreakable Crazy Diamond Part 1. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, shit. We got three but episodes yeah, so, left, folks. Suffice to say, next week we're gonna get the big the big ending fight begins. So oh, very much yeah. looking forward. Yeah. Very much looking forward to it. I'm it's so gonna pumped. be a lot of good content. And with that, we managed to end under an hour this week. So I'm gonna take what? that victory. Yeah, I'm gonna take that victory where we can get it and <laughs> call it a night boys. here. <laughs> All right, folks. You you know where to find us these days. You know where you can find oh, yeah. us on iTunes. We're everywhere. Give us a review. You can't Give us get a rid five of us. Star review. Go on Google Play if you're weird. That's fine. Or even if you're not, you can't. Weird, you can't go on run. Play. What? There's nowhere to hide from this show. It's everywhere. Yeah, we're around every corner. But look behind you. We're there. <laughs> we're looking at you. Watch, listening to this podcast iTunes, and Google Play, as always, SoundCloud. dear listeners, we we love you all and thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.